you have the potential to do more and go beyond where you have ever gone before. Thank you for joining us today at Brothers of the Word, because, brother, you need the Word. And today is the beginning of a new season. I know you're wondering, for those of you who are watching me on television, those of you who are listening and you can't see, I have a baseball bat in my hand, and you're wondering... Well, what is the pastor doing with a baseball bat in his hand? And usually, you know, whenever I've got something, it's something a little unusual. And we're moving into a new season. And in this season, we are changing our scripture that we have been on for a while. And and we're using two new scriptures for our vitamin verse for this season. The first is Ephesians 3.20. Both of these scriptures you've heard before. Ephesians 3.20 says this, Now unto him that is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power that worketh in us. The second verse is Hebrew 11.6, which says, But without faith it is impossible to please him for he that cometh to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him and these two verses we'll be on for a while we'll use as our common scripture that will say every service and I want us to absorb the real meaning of these two verses Ephesians 3.20, now unto him that is able, basically saying that God is able to do not just beyond what we ask. And oftentimes we'll limit God because even our asking is limited. Our minds are so finite. And oftentimes I've been in situations where I'm commanded to help someone every day and And sometimes I'll see someone on the street and God will say, give them whatever they ask. And I'll go up to them and they'll say, brother, can you help me out with a little something? And I'll ask them this. I said, well, how much do you want? I'll ask them and they they have no idea that God has commanded me, give them whatever they ask. And I'll ask them, how much do you want? And hardly ever do I get a specific answer. Usually you don't know what they'll say. Whatever you can spare. Whatever you can spare. See, their asking is limited. Now, God has commanded a blessing beyond what they can even think. And if they had asked me for a thousand dollars, I would have had to say, hold on a minute, because I don't have, I got to go to the ATM. But if they had asked for a thousand, see, the best they could think of was perhaps maybe two dollars. See, normally they want some change, but if it's a real good day, 
If it's a real good day, a brother will go and get some of the quiet money. If it's a real good day, maybe they'll come out with a dollar to help. So, and if it's just a super day, maybe they could get a double blessing of two dollars. But God says, give them whatever they ask. But because of the finite limitation of the thought process, they limit what God can do simply because they can't even ask or think on a different level. And people, I, I just today for this new season, and the reason that I have this baseball bat, I want to speak on one word. And with a baseball bat, most of you are familiar with the game of baseball. And there are several things when you come up to use a baseball bat There are several things that you can do. You can, first of all, strike out. Or you can stand there and let the pitcher pitch and you do nothing and hope he doesn't pitch good and you can walk to first base. If you don't strike out and if you don't just sit there and do nothing, hoping that the other person will give you a free ride. Now, this is what can happen when you get up to base. So you can get up the base and strike out. You can get up the base hoping for a free ride. There's another level called the bunt. And with the bunt, you really don't expect to go far. All you want to do is just get to the first, but you, you really don't expect to go far with a bunt. What a bunt is, instead of taking a hard swing, they hold the, the bat horizontal and just hit it and, and make it go down to the ground and it'll hopefully by the time the catcher or the pitcher can get to it, they made it to first base without being tagged out. They know they won't make it to second base with the bunt. They're just hoping that they can get one-fourth of the way around. they just hoping that they can get a little bit of the way. You can never score yourself with a bunt. So you can't even score. Now you can score if you got someone on third base possibly with a bunt, but you can't score with a bunt. So that's the third level of what can happen when you get up to bat. But I want to talk to you about the other level. It's the level I think on, and it's the level I want you to think on. There's a level when you get up to bat. When you look at the picture and the picture looks at you and the picture can tell when a walker is up to bat. There's something about the way a walker stands and you know he really not going to do much of anything. You, do you understand? There's a look in the, there is a look in the eye of a walker and there's another look in the eye of a man who's only thinking about a home run. There's a whole nother. He stands different. He stands different. He has a different position of expectancy. There is a different expression on his face. He is waiting on the ball, not afraid of it. There is something about a man who has the expectation of home run that's different. And I just want to talk to you about home run. You see, a home run, when you hit a home run, it goes over the fence. 
far beyond what the outfield can catch. And you don't even have to rush with a home run. You can take your time and just stroll around the base because you have put everything you got. And you have swung for the goal. You have swung for the fist. And see, the problem oftentimes with a man who has home run in his eyes is that he looks the same as the man who strikes out. When you look at the home run kings of the field of baseball, you will find that the men who have the biggest home run record, they also have the biggest strikeout record. But the key is this. They know when they get up to the plate of life and when they pick up the bat of the word and get into the action of the swing, they're going to give it everything they've got. And they expect the home run. Many of us will get discouraged because we took a swing at life and struck out. We took a, a just a hard, hard, hard swing and they caught it out in the outfield. We stood there and dug in and gave it everything we had and it high flied. But the thing about it, when you look at the men who have the best baddage percentage in baseball, number one is Mark McGuire. And out of every time Mark McGuire steps up to the bat... He hits a home run only one out of 11 times. Next was Babe Ruth, who held the home run record before Hank Aaron. And every time Babe Ruth stepped to the plate, Babe Ruth only hit a home run one out of every 12 times. Third was Barry Bonds. Barry Bonds only hit a home run one out of every 13 times he got up to bat. And fourth is Hank Aaron, who was a home run king and held the record. He only hit a home run once in every 16 times he got up to bat. But those men, even though none of them hit a home run more than 10% of the time they got up to bat, every one of those men, when they got up to bat, they had one word on their mind. They weren't bunters. They weren't strikeouters. They weren't first basers. Every time they got up to bat, they had home run on their mind. More than you can ask or think. But there's a big key to that verse of Ephesians 3.20. You see, it's according to. And and oftentimes that that, that one little phrase or that one little word or, or sentence, that one little thing changes everything. See, basically what the verse says is that God has unlimited, infinite power. And the power is so great that it is beyond anything we can even imagine. There's some stuff. I have an extremely vivid imagination. I always have. I mean, I was flying and invulnerable and just Superman. and all. I, I have a real good imagination. But my imagination, even it's beyond what I could even imagine as a child with all of the superheroes. It is beyond anything I could ever dream of the power of God. So the verse says 
He's got power beyond what we can even imagine, but it all works according to when you get into your car. And some of you may have a a real souped up sports car. You may have a car with 500 horsepower in the engine. But no matter how much power is in your engine, the car moves according to how hard you press the accelerator pedal. You could have all the power in the world, but if you don't put your foot in the tank, you don't go anywhere. If you don't shift the car into gear, you don't go anywhere. This is the same way it works with God. The power is unimaginable that God has. But if we don't step up to the plate, prepare to hit a home run, our according to is in neutral. And we become just like the man on the street when God says, give him whatever he asks. I want you to turn to the person next to you, those watching or listening Turn to the person in the room and just ask them, what are you asking for? I mean, this is a real thing that challenges people. You can tell where someone is going by listening to what they are asking for. See, some people are just saying, Lord, if I can just pay the rent this month and next month is the same ask. If I can just pay. The, so when God answers your prayer, when he answers what you ask, he's answered what you ask. But what you've asked is two dollars. Lord, if I could just, you have to learn to go for the home run. I turned 56 years old yesterday. And a week ago, my son and I renewed our commitment to pass the Navy SEAL fitness test. This is a rigorous test. Got five parts. With the first part, you got to swim 500 yards, which is the length of five football fields. And you got to do it in under 12 minutes. So it's a serious test. And I was I was you got to do that. You got to run for a certain speed, push ups, pull ups, sit ups, all that kind of stuff. You got to be in real good shape to do it. Most 20 year olds can never do it. I was telling something. Yep. My son and I, we're working to pass the Navy SEAL fitness test. And they said to me, they said, uh, That's kind of extreme, ain't it? Yeah, it's extreme. It's a home run. And see, even what shape you want to be in, it depends on whether you want to strike out, bunt, get to first base, or hit. I'm a home run man. I don't like anything average. There's nothing wrong with average, but it's just not me. I believe that God has granted me the ability. I believe I'm supposed to have beyond and above. I believe I'm supposed to just feel good. I believe I'm supposed to look good. I, I, believe, I believe I'm supposed to smell good. I just believe. Now, I may not, but I believe it. You understand? There's a difference. I may not look with a hoop, but I believe it. I may not feel what, but I believe it. See, it's a matter of, and where you believe, the aura of the thing will come out on you, and, and what you believe will eventually manifest because it's according to. And it's according to the power that worketh in you. And if you can put your foot on the accelerator, the accelerator doesn't do anything by itself, it's just a linkage. And the accelerator is a linkage that goes to the carburetor or fuel injection system in the car. Some of the modern stuff is electronic, but all the accelerator does is tell the engine speed up. So the power that worketh in you tells God, this fella now, he's ready to go. He's ready to move. 
And when I thought about the person who was telling me, man, that's just too extreme. The problem was they didn't exercise at all. That's why you have to be cautious about who you're telling what you're asking. Because if they don't exercise at all, SEAL training is ridiculous. And sometimes if you're trying to tell someone about a dream, tell someone about a goal, tell someone about a vision, and if they have no concept of it, if they're not trying to do anything themselves, then your stuff is going to sound ridiculous to them. And that's why you have to be even cautious about who you're telling, what you're asking life for. I just believe in the home run feel about stuff in life. And every time you get out of bed, you're stepping up to bed. And some of you, you don't have because you haven't truly asked and because you have settled for a bunt and a strikeout. And God is trying to tell you, no, tell you, you are home run material. But you're stuck in the dugout. And see, there is another level. There is another level that's below bunt, that's below strikeout. There is another level, and that level is you don't even get up to that. You're not even going to take a swing at the thing. You're just going to give up. You're not going to do anything. You're just going to let it go. You're just going to throw your hands up. It's like when you're driving. You know, sometimes there are two types of drivers when you get into a jam. There's a type of driver you get in, you get caught on a range slicker and your car go to spinning. There's a type of driver to just throw their hands up. Oh, no! They just throw their hands up and they just let the car, they go on off the cliff. And there's another type of driver that when they feel the car spin out of control, they grip the wheel tighter. And they go to wheeling and counteracting and doing everything and thinking, and they say, look, I may crash, but if I crash, I'm going to crash with my hand on the wheel. I'm going to crash trying to get out of the way. I'm going to do everything I can do to keep from crashing. Some people never even get up to bat. And God is trying to take us to a level of where we are home run mentality. People stop all of this small thinking. Don't you know you're great? Don't you know who you are and don't you know what God has placed in you and what you can do? And, and when you start believing it and when you start knowing it and it's not based on pride, it's not being braggadocious. This is just a matter of what you can do and stop using your excuses. I'm 56 years old and I want to do what 20 year olds cannot do. Well, pastor, suppose you don't make it. Suppose you can't swim 500 yards in 12 minutes. Suppose it take you 15 minutes. Suppose it does. Y'all can't swim it in 15 minutes. If I swim it and I only do it in 15 minutes, I still will be in better shape than I have ever been in my life. Even if you don't make the goal, set your goal, set your vision, set your mouth and say, I'm a home run king. And I'm going to do this thing. And life may be sending me fastballs and curveballs and knuckleballs. But I, even if I strike out, see, there's one thing about the team. Even if you strike out, you got another turn. 
and you keep a swinging and you keep a claiming and you keep your eye over the fence. And sooner or later, see, the average successful business person has failed 4.5 times, but they are home run mentalities. So it's not a matter that you strike out. It's a matter that you never stop swinging. We're home run people. We are overcomers. And I don't want to be just a survivor. I don't know anybody. How you doing? I'm making it. I don't want to make it. I don't want to be just making it. I don't want anything on an ordinary just level. God didn't make his people to live ordinary lives. I'm not talking about all the material things. See, when people ask me how you doing, I generally have one general response. Excellent. I ain't doing good. I'm doing excellent. And I'm doing excellent in every area of my life. And when you start to speak it, even the areas that are not excellent will start to move and line up in that arena. Home run. Not but, not first base, not second base. We want to change the way that we talk because of who you are. And you're a child of God who's got all power. But that's why the verse Hebrew says, It is impossible to please him without faith. And you must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. You say you you got to believe that God's going to reward you for diligently seeking him. That's another whole subject on just the word diligently, because some of us not have seeking God. He said diligently. But that's the home run person. See, a home run king is diligent up to the plate. They are persistent. They don't give up and they're going to keep swinging home run over the wall. This season in your life, I don't care how old you are. You have the potential to do more and go beyond where you have ever gone before. Stand up to the plate. Grab that bat. Get your stand set. Keep your eye on the ball and swing for the fence. If you want to send this message to someone else, simply go to brothersoftheword.com. You can send it to a friend absolutely free of charge. We thank you for joining us today at Brothers of the Word, because, brother, you need the word. Amen, amen, amen. You are listening to brothersoftheword.com. This was the message titled Home Run by Nathaniel Bronner. This message is number 5544. That's 5544. To send this message number 5544 to a friend, go to brothersoftheword.com. There are over a thousand free messages on brothersoftheword.com. Listen to brothersoftheword.com often because, brother, you need the word. From brothers of the word.